Welcome to the Us and Stuff podcast, where we talk about family life to creativity and everything in between. And how everything we do is framed by the gospel. Hey, I'm Emily. And I'm RJ. And welcome to the Us Us and and Stuff Stuff podcast. Podcast. Welcome. Guys. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? (laughs) You didn't stop me that time. (laughs) No, I didn't. I was just going to see how far you would go. Oh, I want to get that going. (laughs) Thank I you had for, like a, a whole minute where I was going <laughs> to... Thank you for relying on the Holy Spirit and your self-control. I'll save it for next time. Thanks. So this is episode... Seven. Seven. A la siete. Wow. That's Spanish for seven. <laughs> so smart. I think... Look I at that education. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, welcome to the Us and Stuff podcast. This is episode seven, and we are just going to jump right into it. But first... But first, what we need you to do, you have homework. Yes. You guys, I know Emily doesn't want to beg, so I'm just going to beg. (laughs) (laughs) What I need you guys to do is go on to any of the platforms that you're on and leave a comment or a review. Or if you want to troll us, then troll us. But anything. Like, we really want to hear that, um, hear from you guys, see that you guys are listening. Whatever it may be, we would just love to hear that. From yeah, so this is how we're able to get our podcast heard by more people getting it out there. And also just getting back some reviews from you guys will let us see, like, because we know we're not pros at this. Yeah. And we take constructive criticism, maybe not as well as well, we I'd rather have, know them now. Right. Tell us that we suck now so yeah. that we can fix this stuff. It might, it might hurt a little bit, Yeah, but it's okay. We can We can swallow our pride, right? Yeah, we're good. No, it's fine. For real, guys. Just let us know what you think of it so far. And thank you for sticking around yeah. and coming back. And it's definitely, uh, we want to be, we get encouraged to hear Absolutely. that people are listening. So yeah. um, if you would like us to keep on talking, we can. And if not, we're going to keep talking. You just don't have to come back and listen. Yeah, you right? just won't re- read that review. <laughs> <laughs> so today we have a fun episode, I think. Yeah. We're going to be addressing all single ladies, all single ladies. Uh, 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 and the fellas. We can't forget about the fellas. Oh. Right? Yeah. Well, the dudes. There's just no the catchy song for the single guys. Yeah, right? all the songs that I know are inappropriate. Maybe you should remix it to all the single fellas and then. Nope. That's probably not going to. They're going to have. You can wear gonna, the, the black the dancing, tights and no. do the dance. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. That's definitely not going to happen. Yeah. But today, we are going to be addressing our single people. Yes, our single folk out there. And to hopefully encourage you. Yes. And I'm not going to go ahead and tell you everything we're talking about. Yeah. But we hope to encourage those who are okay with being single and those who are also wanting to seek out marriage. Yeah. And to... Or some that... Might not know. Yeah, you may just be in between, and that's okay, too. And also, out to the people that are married. Yes. You're not You're not out of this. No. You got to stick around and listen. And young lady. Yeah. You, Don't you leave. Have, you have stuff to do, too. I like how we're both pointing, we're pointing to the microphone. <laughs> Even though it's us. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're married. Yeah. So, we'll also put this out there. RJ and I got married really, really young. I was 19. Not really young, but we, we were uh, right at 
adulthood. Yeah, so that's we've never really been. We were at the legal age to get married without having to get our parents' consent. That's yeah. how young we were. But we've never been single adults. And that's yeah. why we're kind of addressing it to the single adults because there's a lot of friends and family that are single and they're adults. They're like they're grown. Mm-hmm. And so this is a, it's a pretty big challenge. And I've seen it. Yeah. If you're a single teenager or child, you need to stay that way. You need to yeah. just you have grow things. up first. You got things to do. <laughs> there's there's important things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but all of this, I mean, we're going to break it all down, but we really want to help show that marriage is not the ultimate goal yes. for this life. So whether you're single or seeking out marriage, it's all going to be okay because that's not our biggest issue in yeah. this life. And it might so, seem like it. It might seem yeah. like the biggest deal and, ever. And we also understand that this could be a very sensitive subject for certain people. Some yes. people are single not because they wanted to. Yeah. Like they may have been pursuing somebody and things went really bad. Yeah. And it's devastating. Or some, I mean, we all know that there are a lot of terrible things that happen in this life. Exactly. And so we want to be sensitive to those that, are truly heartbroken and we understand that although we may not understand it personally we understand that it can be a very sensitive subject so we are praying for you and we hope that you can lean on christ yeah and that as well so um so first we're gonna actually so we're gonna start it just like we always do and just lay down some foundational mm -hmm. stuff um but for now we're going to read scripture we're just gonna read uh, through this, yeah, through, and then we're going to uh, break it down and kind of explain yeah. it. So this is coming from First Corinthians seven, and just so you know, this is written by Paul, who himself was a single guy. Yeah. So if you're single and you're like, man, I just feel like all the information and all the advice I'm getting are from married people. Of course, they're gonna say what they say yeah, because. But- but Paul, not only was he single, but he was also put in prison, yeah. and he went through a whole lot of stuff. So yeah. if there's anybody to get advice from, let's hear it from him let's and not from it, us. Yeah, let's hear it from a warrior. Right. <laughs> so the first thing we're going to read is 1 Corinthians chapter 7, and then I'm going to read 25 through 31. Yeah. So I'll read uh And you'll seven. read this. Yeah, first, you'll, you'll read the part. 32 through 35. Okay. Okay. So now concerning the betrothed, I have no command from the Lord, but I give my judgment as one who, by the Lord's mercy, is trustworthy. I think, oh, by the way, he's saying this is not God specifically speaking through him, but he's just giving you some good advice. Yeah, right. this is not red letter. Right. I think that in view of the present distress, it is good for a person to remain as he is. Are you bound to a wife? Do not seek to be free. Are you free from a wife? Do not seek a wife. But if you do marry, you have not sinned. And if a betrothed woman marries, she has not sinned. Yet those who marry have worldly troubles. And I would spare you that. This is what I mean, brothers. The appointed time has grown very short. From now on, let those who have wives live as though they had none. And those who mourn as though they were not mourning. And those who who rejoice as though they were not rejoicing. And those who buy as though they had no goods. And those who deal with the world as though they had no dealings with it. For the present form of this world is passing away. So right there, to sum it all up, is he saying, all of this is temporary. You're seeking after things. You're holding on to this life and all that it is. So your, your spouse, your job, all of those things 
but he's telling you the present life that you're in right now, they're all passing away. So live as though it's not there. And we'll cover this more, yeah. but I'll let you go ahead and finish up that. Okay. First uh, Corinthians seven thirty-two through 35. I want you to be free from anxieties. The unmarried man is anxious about the things of the Lord, how to please the Lord. But the married man is anxious about worldly things, how to please his wife and his interests, and his interests are divided. And the unmarried or betrothed woman is anxious about the things of the Lord, how to be holy in body and spirit. But the married woman is anxious about worldly things, how to please her husband. I say this for your own benefit, not to lay any restraint upon you, but to promote good order and to secure your undivided devotion to the Lord. Again, he's he's just wrapping it back up and just addressing both sides, mm-hmm. saying like, hey, married people, hey, single people, whomever you are, mm-hmm. this is just for good order and to secure your undivided devotion to the Lord. And I like he also, he's really a great friend, by the way. Yeah. I wish if I could have any friend from the Bible, it would be Paul. Like he would be my BFF, I would think. Like Because <laughs> he's, he's always bringing it back to God. And it's yeah. like not even him, not even him. Like he's like, no, it's not from me, but this is inspired and to help you. Right. And I love that he's saying, I want you to be free from anxieties. He realizes this is a sensitive subject. Yeah. And he understands that people are drawn, wanting, striving to want to get married. Yeah. And there are, but he realizes also that Christ is so much better. Yes. And he's reminding us this present life and all that is in it is passing away. And then at the end is saying, um, to secure your undivided devotion to the Lord. So it's all passing away, but we should be undivided yeah. to God. Why? Because he's better. He's yeah. he's eternal. So why cling to anything else? I think that's it. Yeah. Let's let's go ahead and hang <laughs> up now. Yeah, and that's <laughs> and that's very it should be comforting. You right. Know? And uh to unpack it even more. So we're gonna kinda go into these as like headings, kind of yeah. like, so you're single. Yeah. All right. So let's just address it. You're single. Don't know. No ring on it yet. No ring. No ring. May not even be talking not to even anybody dating. at the moment. Yeah. And that can be a great thing. But the question is, what are you pursuing? And the heading for this is honor Christ in your singleness. Now, some of you are loving being single. You may say, Actually, I'm don't going. ever want to get married. Yeah. <laughs> I am happy and I'm content yeah. with just being single. And one of the things that I think one of the struggles I think of, and again, this is going to a Christian yes. single person, is don't be selfish in your singleness. Yeah. All of this is talking about, Paul ends it there, about having undivided devotion to the Lord. It's not about being single so that way you can live up your life now yeah. because all your married friends, they're all settled down and they have yeah. all of these the things whole, going on. The all ball and chain. Yeah, I don't want that ball and chain. I'm going to be free. I'm yeah. going to spread my wings. I'm going to you know, have the job I want. I want to be able to travel when I want. But as believers, you have, a, you have a responsibility. Yeah, no matter if, and he's telling you, whether you're married or you're single, you should have undivided devotion to the Lord. Yeah. So it's still not a call to a selfish life. Exactly. We have to be 
and any area of our life devoted yeah. to Christ. And consider it this that you're you're technically not like single single. You're actually devoted. Yeah. Uh, undivided devotion to the Lord. And I know like that, that can sound very Christianese and it can also like I can feel our single friends rolling their eyes like of course again <laughs> says the married yeah, man yeah, who has yeah. kids like yeah you have Jesus. Yeah, but I would like to have somebody to talk to at night. Yeah, exactly. Um and we understand like you may want want to get married, and we'll get more into that. But right now, we're talking more to those who just don't desire to yeah. to get married, and that's okay. But what are you spending your life on? Exactly, is it just those worldly things? Because again, he's not just talking about marriage. But what is it that he says to live as though you're not married? But then on yeah. it talks about where is it? He does he does address it on the on the second part that I read. It's talking about the mourning as though you're not mourning, those who rejoice as though you're not rejoicing, those who deal with the world, meaning buying and selling and like working as though you don't have, it's like all of those things, we should be living as though that's not even what's going on in our life because we are undivided to the Lord. Well, he even says that in the second part where I I read, Uh and it says the unmarried or betrothed woman is anxious about the things of the Lord. So that means you should be... Your your concerns are all for God. Yeah. So, yeah, if it's not about a man here on earth and you're, you are kind of like free to have that, it's because you have a unique position to dedicate that to, yeah. to God. And I think that's very important. And it's actually kind of cool. Like, I, we should envy that. And I think that's why, that's why he goes into saying, uh, but the married woman or man, actually, he addresses both, mm-hmm. is anxious about the worldly things, how to please his wife, and how his interests are divided. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have undivided. He he actually has to work as a team with his Yeah, with it's his like spouse. when you have a spouse, you have kids, yeah. it's easier to get called up into that life. So and then you're your, single, your attention is divided. Like you want to please your husband. You want to do that. Yeah. And you don't have undivided attention. But that's why he tells us, and this is speaking to us as married people is mm-hmm. our attention should not be devoted to our spouse, but undivided to the yeah. Lord. So we have, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. Again, <laughs> I'm jumping the gun. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, but it's okay to, uh, to remain single um, because it's not the ultimate goal in life. We said, we said that earlier, this life and all that's in it, including marriage is temporary. Yeah. This life isn't about finding our true love, but glorifying. Right and and true love, which is God. So, mm-hmm. um, so honor God with all your life. Just that's like, like for anybody. That's, yeah, that's, that's whether whatever. you're single or married. Yeah. Again, like our life is not to be a selfish one. Yeah. If if we are Christ, it tells us to die to self, live to Christ. So whether married or single, again, we're going to be repeating ourselves a few times here because this is just going to both groups, no yeah. matter what. Again, back to the verses that we've read before in the past episodes, whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Whether you're married, whether you're single, do all to the glory of God. That's what you're called to. And it's great, again, to the single person who rolls their eyes and says, well, that's easy for you to say because you have a husband and you have a family and, you know, you're happy, but I'm lonely. But realize, as though it may sound like— 
Christian ease, easy to say, realize that Christ is better than anything you could ever find in this life. So yeah. even if you find your dream man or woman, he will he or she will never live up to that what Christ can only provide. And so again, your undivided attention is Jesus, and that is the best thing. You're yeah. not missing out on anything that's, if you have Christ. Yeah, that's so if you're single, please be encouraged. I know it sounds too easy to say, but I want you to believe it that Jesus is better. Yeah. And, and that's such a don't and is, again, don't his Paul is saying here, like it's okay to want to get married. And if you have those desires, seek it out. But don't make an idol of that. Don't make an idol of saying, well, I don't feel fulfilled in my life and I'm not going to feel that until I get married or have children or whatever. Is well, like, that should be in any case. That is saying that your joy is something other than Christ. And I understand there is a longing yeah. for those. And it may be a desire that God has given you because he knows he has someone there for you. Yeah. But don't lose hope. Yeah. Cling to Christ, whether you're single or married. Your hope is Jesus, and that's the best thing. Yeah. So with that being said, we'll go into, so you're single, mm -hmm. but you want to get married. Yeah. Okay. So that could be a great thing, but the question is actually, why are you pursuing marriage? We kind of touched on this too mm -hmm. as well. Um, but honor Christ in your pursuit for marriage. So that's going to be, it's kind of like you're channeling, it's almost like you're preparing yourself for marriage mm -hmm. because like if you're if your walk with christ is going if you're going towards christ mm -hmm. in singleness and you're devoted and then some some guy comes around and you're like oh wow i didn't consider marriage but now i am mm -hmm. guy or girl you know like of course um but now you're considering marriage you should be like preparing your heart and be ready that you're going to be, a, you're going to be a team. So we're going to talk about, it's okay that you want to be married, but what marriage is created for. Yeah. And so God is the one who created marriage. He's the one who defines marriage. And I know it's not politically correct yeah. to say that, but he has an intent for marriage, man, woman coming together to show the picture of Christ and his bride, the church. Yes. And so it's ultimately all about displaying God to the rest of the world. Which is Christ and his church. Right. And so don't pursue marriage as a, like that kind of like, if I get this, then I'll be happy. Yeah. So don't pursue marriage as a fulfillment for life, but honor Christ in your pursuit of marriage. Mm -hmm. I think that's such a, it's like a, such a, like almost like a, Charging like you're charging. Yeah, we're going to honor Christ in the pursuit of, of marriage. Um, so when you do find your your spouse, you have, you know, you're going to get responsibilities. That's mm -hmm. that's a given. You're going to, you're now in the care of another human. But, if you're a husband or if you're a, aspiring to be a husband, mm -hmm. you have a heavy burden. Yeah. Like you're, you're supposed to, you're going to be discipling this, this woman of God. You're going to possibly raise a family yeah. most likely so it's there's there's a good bit of responsibility yeah but the goal doesn't change no. again we're repeating ourselves <laughs> you're gonna realize we're gonna say this a lot guys but it's all about christ yep. so in your pursuit of 
a single life or a marriage, what is it for? Repeat after me. You already know what I'm going to say. Christ. Christ. (laughs) Live for Christ. And that who is your first love. So it's not like I'm finding. I mean, I love fairy tales. I love the Disney movies. I I absolutely hate despise most chick flicks. So, (laughs) but, (laughs) but I do love those movies, but they are just movies. We are not in pursuit of finding our one true love because our one true love came and pursued us and my fulfillment is in him. (laughs) And so I don't have to go around singing with forest animals until my Prince Charming stumbles across the leaves that I am also walking in. Like that didn't happen. So dang it. (laughs) You must not be my one true love. (laughs) But back to the drawing board. Yeah. But it also just takes pressure off the guy that you are hoping or or the wife that you're hoping to find. Yeah. You're not putting all this pressure on them to be your fulfillment of joy. You already found them. Yeah. So now this person that you are coming to, to is what's the purpose of that? Yeah. It is for us. If we were created to display God, then marriage was created to display God. Yeah. And so how we serve one another, how we live together should be pointing. What a great way to go into marriage. Like not even like. Don't you wish we had that as our background? And just to let you know, we did not. No, not at all. We didn't have that. That was not our goal or intention. So if we could, I don't know, like maybe encourage somebody, those people out there. We're not matchmakers by any means. But if for some reason, like a a woman that's just dedicated to Christ. Love, loving Christ and serving and doing what she can, you know, just to display that love. Same with the guy. He's like, he's just like hitting the books and he's just like, he knows, he knows that Christ is his full fulfillment. And then they run into each other. Man, that's That's a dream team right there. Yeah, that's a dream team. And that's, and I think that's such a great way to be introduced under a true covenant with, with God. And then, together saying i do for god right and then it i think uh, so we actually talked about possibly doing a whole another episode on how to fight in marriage because i've heard people say (laughs) that and i think it's kind of weird but if you're coming into the marriage with that mentality those fights that you might have had coming into it if christ is your pursuit they become lacking there it's like you you're not so focused on that selfishness, like, well, yeah. he did this and it offended me. You're not about being offended, but you're, not, you're about pointing each other to Christ. And yeah, you're not worried about the baby stuff. You're yeah. you're you're more concerned about the internal heart, the actual real things that are yeah. eternal and things that are worth the lack fighting of, for. Yeah, the lack and that's of us fighting together yeah. to pursue Christ. Yeah, and I think that's great. And so another uh, Bible verse I can actually emphasize. On what's the purpose of marriage is Ephesians 5, 15 through 17. I'll read it real quick. Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as a wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Amen. Wow. Like that's I'm preaching. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just reading it. <laughs> Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And that, I mean, that and notice can be... that doesn't say marriage. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It could be applied to anybody. Whoever is listening right now is don't be a fool. 
yeah. walk as those who are wise. And where's where does our wisdom come from? The Lord. Yeah. And as we seek Him, we find what the will of the Lord is. So I think a lot of our single people that we meet, a lot of times are like, well, how do I know this is God's will? How yeah. do I know this is the one? Well, first of all, I do not believe in soulmates. There is not that one particular person that you must find out in the that the universe spilled out from the stars for you. And if you don't find that one person, it's <laughs> going to end in divorce until you find the right person. Yeah. If there's a ring on it, that's the right person. Stay with them. If there's not a ring on it, do they point you to Christ? <laughs> yeah. And that's that's one of the questions, <laughs> right? Is before you pursue someone, the and this is because I was thinking about this, like we don't know what it's like to be a single adult, but I'm going to be raising single adults. It's true. And what is the advice that I'm going to be giving to my child? And so when my daughter or my son comes up and says, mom, I think I love this person, but how do I know they're the one? Uh My question's going to be, do they point you to Christ or distract you from him? If they make you love Jesus even more, honey, grab onto them. (laughs) (laughs) But if they're distracting you and making you think less and less of Jesus, run. Like if you went on a date. They're not the one. If you went on a date and not one time Christ was mentioned, run. You probably should go the opposite way. Yeah. Like I know it's it's harsh. And not just was (laughs) he mentioned, but the actions that that person portrayed was that pointing you to Christ's love? Was that displaying how Christ would treat the people that he came in contact with, yeah. or is we it didn't, We didn't write this down, but should we tell them, like, dating should be in the pursuit of marriage? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I, I we just didn't, we didn't write yeah, that down. Yeah, we didn't down. put that in, but that that's a huge thing. If you are single and you're seeking If you're marriage, just dating around. Don't, don't date. And I think it was Vody Bauckham that said this, but he said, Dating without the intent of marriage is like sending a child to a candy store without pocket or without money in his pocket. He's either going to leave with something that doesn't belong to him mm-hmm. or leave frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like stop. Oh, oh, and how frustrated you get. You get very frustrated <laughs> because you see so many things that you just want, but you can't have it. Yeah. <laughs> so stop going in the candy store if you're not ready yeah, to purchase. Don't go in that candy store. If you're store. not, if you don't have the money and the job to afford that candy, <laughs> just don't even look through the window. Keep yeah. walking. Fellas. <laughs> and yeah. ladies. Well, uh, what I mean, I'm saying if you're going to be the sole provider in a family, yeah. you should be. You know, yeah, yeah, but but don't, don't look around. Don't, don't look in the candy store. Yeah. If you don't got. Money. Or <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> Did you just make up a country song? <laughs> yeah, I was trying to. <laughs> I was waiting for you to break out the banjo. <laughs> no. So, yeah, don't, don't put yourself in that position. No. You know, I've, I've heard a lot of people say, like, well, I date around. Like, but why? What is that? What's the purpose yeah, of that? Like that's, because he's telling you. And if you have you, a friend that's doing that and they're also a believer, you should be a good friend like Paul and say, Maybe you shouldn't do that. Yes, and I encourage you all to go back to 1 Corinthians chapter 7. Read through it and pray through it wherever you are in your singleness. Again, whether you're seeking to get married one day or you're like, I I couldn't care less about ever seeking to get married. Um, Yeah, so we— Sorry, I just got distracted. (laughs) It's okay. 
ADD. What we want to do is also address the marrieds. So yeah. please, we're we're trying to wrap this up and say that we all need each other. We need to we can learn wisdom from from our single friends and from our single family, and also vice versa. Vice uh, vice versa, we can single people can learn from married. Yeah, couples. we all need each but other. You got to stop asking them. Yeah, and I've done this, and and if I've done this to you, I'm go sorry. ahead and apologize. Yeah, I am so sorry, but don't ask them. When are you going to get married? Because uh-huh. you don't know their situation. You don't know their season in life. They could be just now pursuing God. Right. And you're totally just trying to distract them from mm-hmm. that. So don't ask them. Yeah. Don't say, and if, hey, you, if you're a Christian, how about ask them about their walk with Christ? Why not point them to Jesus? There you go. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Now, if they're dating this one dude or. Yeah. If you see, person, see that they're bad forever, dudes. Then, or yeah, or if it's not going anywhere, yeah. then yeah, ask them like. Or if so, it is, yeah, like what you were just about to say, like they're dating somebody, and it's like the super long engagement. Hey, maybe <laughs> we should speed this process up. Like, yeah, you're are you just walking around the candy store looking, or are you gonna <laughs> buy something? Man, we gotta. We're about to close up shops. Yeah, son. we're you gonna gotta have leave. To, that might be a book. <laughs> we're gonna have to do a candy store book. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna write that one down. Right. <laughs> yeah. So encourage them and and we can learn from that because again back as married couples we we should see these single people lucky like they're blessed because they're able to wow no 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 no. (laughs) what do you think about this marriage wait a second (laughs) but they are they these people are dedicating themselves and their lives solely for god with no distractions. So, of course, we can learn from that. Yeah. Like, who better to get somebody that's devoting their lives to be with God? Yeah. Like, that's such a, we should envy that. Yeah. We, should, we should seek wisdom for that. So, to all my single friends and family that are pursuing God. We all need you. I, I the church needs need you. you. <laughs> and so, I think a lot of churches oftentimes will segregate by stages of life. So this is our singles and these are our marrieds. But I don't think it should be that way. We all need to be intertwined together. We're all one body of different parts. Right. And then we can't put all the hands in one side and all the feet in the other. Like expect it to work. Right. We all need each other. So if you're married, stop looking for people who are in the same walk of life as you. Yeah. Look for single friends. Look for older and, friends. And yeah, realize that other people have wisdom because they're in a different part of life. They're seeing things from a different angle. Exactly. And so we're able to all work it out together. Yeah, I think that's great. Do you want to read this right here? Yeah, in closing, we're going to uh, read Ephesians 5, 22 through 33 uh, because it, it kind of brings back to the purpose of marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, but this could also be for... Um, for anybody, because it's ultimately about you. Ultimately, also, yeah, you're See. you're married to that. Um, wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and his and is himself its savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave him himself up for her, 
and that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of the water with the word, so that he might, I'm sorry, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church, because we are members of his body. Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery is profound, and I am saying that it refers to Christ and the church. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. So I think a lot of times people read this, and then they make all these sermon series to be about marriage. Yeah. But he's saying right there that How many this, times does he have to say Christ does the church right. or as Christ? And then at the, the t- at the end, he's saying the mystery is profound, and I'm saying this of the church. Yeah. But, I mean, yes, husbands love your wives. Wives respect your husbands. But this is not ultimately about marriage. Yeah. So this can be for our single brothers and sisters. Yeah. Don't skip over this if you're single. Realize, and for the first time did this ever really stand out to me the other day when I was reading this. Yeah. But it's saying that um, no one's ever hated himself and that he nourishes his body. And it's saying that Christ does this for the church. Christ yeah. nourishes us. He gives us all that we need as though I, we were his yeah. own flesh and blood. Like, we are the body of Christ. Exactly. Like, I don't need to depend on anyone else, nor do I need to depend yeah. on myself because Christ is the one who nourishes me. Yeah. And so— in my marriage, I respect my husband. He is the head of my home. My husband takes care of me as though my body were his. Yeah. But all of that is ultimately a representation of what Christ does for us. Exactly. So we have to remember that this verse is not ultimately about marriage, but about the love of Christ for all of the body of Christ, yeah. married or single, we need to rely on Him. And it's it's such a great reminder, too, because Christ is like, He's the all-knowing Alpha Omega, like the creator of creating. But He says, like what you said, the same that same line, mm-hmm. nourish, uh, not for no one has ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes it and cherishes it. He didn't say, like, just nourishes it. Mm-hmm. He says, and he cherishes, cherishes it, it just as Christ like how does much, the church. How nurturing is that, and how mm-hmm. much care does he put into that? And that should say everything to any individual that's going through anything in their mm-hmm. season of life. So, no matter what life you're called to, you are part of the church and called to a God honoring life. Mm-hmm. So, singles, marrieds, Pursuing single married mm-hmm. marriage to single marriage and may single male wow. articles. Let's not make it a. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you're one of those, <laughs> any of that gibberish, yeah. anywhere you land in there, devote your life to the service of Christ. Man. Because, and the thing is, the beauty of all of this, again, is the gospel of which everything is framed by. Notice what I did there. I used yeah, a little yeah. tagline there. That's good. But. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, 
That's clever. You're so, you're so smart. Let's just take a moment to just honor my cleverness. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. But yeah, is the gospel, though, is that it's not just us trying and striving to pursue Christ. He already pursued you. Yeah. If you are a believer in Christ, Christ pursued you. He came and lived that perfect life for you. And he paved the way for you to walk in obedience to him. So if you belong to him and he is yours, he's nourishing you and giving you everything that you need to follow that narrow path. So Hmm. follow him. I mean, that's just, it's just good all around. And I hope you're encouraged because I'm encouraged. Yeah. And I'm, I'm hoping to have like conversations out of this. Um, So thank you so much for at least, like considering that and also hearing our repetitiveness. Yeah. Um, but it's it's one that needs to be said. And the yeah. reason why we repeat it so much is because it's important. We wouldn't keep saying it. But at the same time, as we talked about this earlier before um, recording, is we don't want to come off as, oh, they just say the easy answer. Okay, love Jesus. It's the Sunday school answer. Jesus in the Bible. That's the answer to everything. But if you realize the treasure of Christ, it's no longer, oh, stop just saying Jesus. Give me something else to cling to. There's nothing else I could point you to that would be beneficial. So yeah. that's why I keep repeating it. Yeah. And I believe it. So yeah. that and also it's worth it's worth it. Yeah. It's so worth uh believing and and repeating. So yeah. um so thank you. Yeah. For listening to us and hopefully that encourages you. And Hopefully you can go out there the next day and, you know, just dodge those (laughs) slide comments. And And by the way, if you are single and you have those friends who just keep asking you those same questions and you're so annoyed, just be open with them. Be honest and tell them and tell us if, you know, if we're like, so when are you going to get married? Just just be blunt and be like, look, I'm actually pursuing Christ right now. Yeah. I'm Great. sure that'll shut them up. Yeah. That will shut them up if you if you want to tell your other Christian friends or your mama that keeps yeah. bugging you. You know that that clock kids. is ticking. Yeah. <laughs> like, just let her know, yeah. Mama. There's another man I'm pursuing, and he's a lot more important yeah. than marriage. And I'll also put. I don't. I think we said this, but marriage is temporary. You're not going to take that over into heaven with you. Yeah. So even if you find that guy and he's everything you dreamed of, or that girl, yeah. It's going to end. So I think I did say that earlier, actually. Everything's temporary. Yeah, everything's temporary. But Christ is the only eternal. And thank God he is. Because he's the only thing worth living for in all eternity. So I love you, babe. But when I get to heaven, I'm not going to be wanting to hold your hand. I'm running to Jesus. (laughs) I think, and I think that should, that should be encouraging, even to the married people. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're not, Bringing your your spouse into that position, yeah, then you're doing it wrong. Yeah, and I think we'll do another episode specifically for marriage and yeah. breaking more of that down. But yeah, I think yeah. we'll go ahead and wrap up now. Thank you guys for listening. I hope that you were encouraged. Give us feedback. We want to hear from our single friends and in our marriage. Yeah, or if you and just want to chew us out. That's yeah, if totally. you're like, hey, that was terrible advice. <laughs> Uh, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. We'll we'll make another episode and, and apologize, apologize for getting it all wrong. But yeah, thanks for hanging out with us tonight.
And tune in next week. We're going to be talking about juice. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All sorts of juice. There's no. orange, <laughs> apple, grape. I want to do that every week. Every week. <laughs> talk about food. No, we're not going to talk about juice. No, we're not going to talk about But it's going to be good. Um, but thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll see you next Friday. On? Us. And stuff.